Hey, what is the closest country to China that's not Myanmar or Cambodia? Now, don't cheat by Googling it. It took me 14 tries to get Wednesday's answer to Global, a new online geography game, and that's spelled G-L-O-B-L-E. It's like a geography version of Wordle. You know Wordle, the crazy popular word game that came out last fall during the pandemic where you have to figure out the daily five-letter word. Well, when Wordle became super popular, it gave Toronto engineer Abe Train the idea to create his own Wordle-style game. So at age 26, he quit his steady corporate day job at HelloFresh, and he took courses in web design and app development, and then Global was born this year. Train says nearly a million and a half people played Global every day after it launched, and if you think the people who post their Wordle scores every day are hardcore, they're nothing compared to Globalers. Yeah, people keep spreadsheets and sticky notes and Word documents. And uh, I, some people have like sent me screenshots or just clips from them when, they're, when they ask a, a question. And uh, it's so funny because I get a glimpse into how people are interacting with the game kind of by accident. And I'll see like a, a table with like a list of initials. And I, I write, okay, these are like friends and family that are playing the game with them. And, you know, the day going back to like March or February to around the start of the game. And they've just been playing this whole time, which is so exciting to see. I'm Ellen Besner. And this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Thursday, August the 4th, 2022. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. So in case you're itching to try Global out while you're listening to the show, the link is in our show notes and you can play it for free on your phones or computers. The creator, Abe Train, is a day school graduate from Toronto's Tannenbaum Chat High School and he's a chemical engineering grad from the University of Waterloo. Global is his biggest hit, but he also has another web app game now called Plurality, which is like Family Feud, and he's got one for sex ed teachers to use in the classroom. It's called Genital. Abe will be here to talk about how he handles the geopolitical controversies of his new global game. But first, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. I'm George Blumen in Vancouver, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like. Statistics Canada says last year was another bad year for Jews being targets of hate crime in this country. In 2021, the government says Jews topped the list of the complaints they got about hate crimes against a religious group, way higher than against Muslims or Catholics. The police reported 487 hate crimes against Jews last year, and that's up 47% from the year before in 2020, when they got 331 complaints. The black community is actually the biggest target for all hate crimes when it comes to someone's race, 642 cases last year. Ottawa says the situation is likely much worse than anyone knows because only one in five hate crime cases ever get reported to the authorities. So spoiler alert, the answer for Wednesday was Thailand. And joining me now is Abe Train from his office in Toronto. How did you you come up with the idea for the global game? I decided to get into web development uh, at the beginning of this year. I left my previous job in more data analytics and decided that I wanted something more technical um, and that I could really, you know, stretch those technical skills a bit better. And uh, this happened to be around the time that Wordle was really, really big. And I'm sure people remember Wordle and I'm sure people like me are still playing it uh, pretty much every day. So I wanted to make something. It's a fairly simple game. So I was like, all right, I can do that. And I wanted to make something fairly similar. And my original idea was going to be movies. But uh, I spent a couple days thinking about it. And every arrangement I could think was, um, no matter no matter how I, I put the game together, there was such a good chance that whoever was playing wouldn't know the movie of the day, just because like there's so many movies and people just aren't familiar with every movie. 
Um, and so I scratched that idea and was like, all right, what is a set? What is a, a category that people will be have the opportunity to win every single day? And I was like, I got to geography pretty quickly from there. So, um, yeah, that's how it became countries. And so I looked this up because I didn't know. And so bad for me, geography teacher, Mr. Quillich, sorry, um, <laughs> from Herzliya Saint Laurent in Montreal. But there are 195 countries. Correct me if I'm right or wrong. Two are not in the UN because there's the two are the state of Palestine, which some people don't accept. So what 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 is the global number of countries you have to work with? That's a really tough question. And when I first started the game, I was kind of using a list that um, I got from somewhere else. And I very quickly got lots of messages from people about certain things being uh, uh, right or wrong, or at least difficult to justify having them in the list like that. So one of the inspirations for the game, which is a website called Sporkle, and they have a blog post where they define according to their own terms, what is a country? Because as you said, you know, the, the United Nations will recognize, um, has its own list of recognized countries, but then that's, uh, has, uh, a, it can't really be used as the perfectly strict determination either. Um, a good example of that being Taiwan. Almost the whole world will recognize Taiwan as an independent nation. Uh, China, which has a lot of sway in the UN, does not. So uh, all in all, to answer the question, uh, there's 197 uh, valid guesses in the game. And so that's what, and I, I'm very careful not to say like, this is definitively the list of what is a country, because there is no definitive list of exactly what is a country. So I say uh, these are the valid countries within within the game of global. Okay, let's talk a bit about, you know, it's, you're Jewish. We have a Jewish podcast. So let's discuss the Arab-Israeli conflict, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. No, but it's an issue. You know, people are going to talk about uh, the West Bank, occupied territories, state of Palestine. How do you navigate what what people recognize and what people don't? Yeah, great question. So um, when it comes to just like what is a country, I always refer back to the, and this happens all the time, sometimes with Palestine. Uh, very frequently, it'll be places like Western Sahara, Northern Cyprus. Um, the Kashmir region, like there's a, there's a lot of contested places in the world and a lot of people in the world with strong opinions on them. So um, the first thing I do is say like the question of what is a country, I defer to this blog post. I say like, I know it's not perfect, but I need something. I can't just be the person that decides what is and what isn't. Um, so I, I leave it up to that. Um, but, you know, uh, a lot of the work that I do through the game, um, a lot of the customer support, I guess you could say, and just, you know, communication around the game happens through Twitter. And not everyone on Twitter is going to share their feedback in the most uh, polite and, and uh, or direct message or anything like that. Well, let's say, be honest, you're getting you're getting hate mail about Israel and Palestine or no? In when the game was like first exploding, um, there wasn't anything until it was the, the country of the day. So when like Palestine was the country of the day and when Israel was the country of the day, the first time I would get a couple messages about each of them. For the most part, not terrible. And if it was particularly rude, and I got some pretty rude ones for either, for both of them, I'll, I'll be frank. Um, it was usually like... No, no one's like trying to make an argument or trying to convince anyone of anything. It was kind of just like anger directed in a tweet or in a direct message or something like that. And, you know, I kind of uh, I'm I'm familiar with the conflict. I understand that people have very strong opinions on both sides of it. And uh, for the most part, I was able to just, you know, kind of push that aside and, and continue with the game and doing what I think is the best thing for the game and the players. On a personal level, you went through the Jewish day school system, you know, how does it feel to have to, you know, do this? It's a business and you still get all this hate. Um, it's, it's a game people, but people are not taking it as a game, right? There's an online war. 
Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I would say so. So um, that's a really good question, kind of like how I'm feel about getting those messages. I, uh, the, the, one of the ones that bothered me the most was from, I think like some Chabad account or something like that saying like, oh, I can't play this game anymore. And that was the kind of thing where like, you know, I'm not trying to make a stance. I understand why some people are offended, but I don't like it when people try to, to, to claim as though the game is making a stance. Although, but then at the same time, you know, like you have to make a decision one way or the other. And so like, like just deciding, even deciding to use this framework is still making a decision, right? So I can't say that I've completely abdicated all uh, discussing of, of what is a country and Arab-Israeli conflict and anything like that. Um, but countries that are separate, like islands, are a little bit tricky. So uh, Greenland is not a, a sovereign nation. It's part of Denmark. And that one's really tricky. A lot of people don't know that. But in my list of countries, that's how it's going to show up. Guam for the United States, Puerto Rico for the United States, um, Corsica for France, French Polynesia and Tahiti, all those kinds of ones. So the way I have a mechanic in the game where they show up as territories, they appear in gray when the original country, if you try to guess them independently, if you try to guess Guam, nothing's going to happen. If you guess the United States, then Guam will show up as gray and it'll say, you know, Guam in brackets, United States. Scotland is one that people get pretty upset about because Scotland, I just have as part of the UK in there, but... I mean, Scotland has been, uh, you know, fighting with the British for centuries. It's not like you started this and there's a whole um, independence movement, which people should be aware, very well aware of. They got to go back to grade 10 geography, obviously, and read their book, right? <laughs> Were you any good in geography in school or no? I, uh, I started playing the Sporkle games, which it's like this other quiz website that's a little more old school. Um, and use it doing those geography quizzes when I was in high school. And so there was a certain point at chat when I just knew every country in the world and where they were by playing these games. So I guess in that sense, it was pretty good. But there's, of course, a lot more to geography and, than just uh, being able to do trivia questions. I like trivia, too. I was on the reach for the top team at chat. Right. So the, the thing about memorizing countries nowadays, that's what our kids did. They had to memorize all the countries. And that's a big deal, but it's important. But now with like the internet, you don't really need to know, right? All that stuff. Oh, that's a good question. Um, if all the information in the world is at our fingertips in our phones, in our pockets at all times, do we need to learn anything? Um, I would say yes. I think it is still great to exercise your brain and your memory in that way. Um, just, you know, watching Jeopardy uh, and uh, being able to keep up with those questions without having to look up anything is certainly very rewarding, but also makes you more fun at parties, just having great list of, of fun facts in, in, your, in your bank. So when you click and you get the red, uh, so, you know, you, you win or you succeed, there's nothing else that you can do to learn about the country, is there? Or did I mess that up? Uh, no, there isn't. But that's a, a feature request that I get asked for a lot. Um, I, to, it's a funny thing, because on the one hand, I really like to put that together. A challenge of it would be just collecting the fun facts. And of course, I'd want them to be fun, because not every fact about every country is going to be the most exciting thing. Um, I'm also a little bit cautious about, uh, you know, when the country is something like North Korea and, you know, the information. I, I just want to be careful about the information that comes up about North Korea or, you know, when uh, the game is won. I was... <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's a lot of considerations when making a new feature like that. Um, but if I was to put something like that together, I'm thinking about it for maybe like back to school, so September, um, and, uh, you know, kind of 
hopefully make it more part of a uh, classroom experience and make it more educational and, and learning in that sense. Oh my God, you could be Miss Frizzle on the magic school bus. Let's do it. That's the dream. That's the dream. And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Dan Malin of the TV Attic blog, where you can find out what to watch on Netflix and Amazon Prime and other streaming channels. And before we end, I want to let you know that I'll be heading off for a few days camping. And so the next few episodes will be highlights from show interviews that you might not have heard before. The best of the CJN Daily. I'll be heading up to Lake Superior with a rented RV and we'll be camping and hiking and hopefully not seeing any bears from pretty close up. So if you're in that area, drop me a note. Thanks again for listening to the CJN Daily. And special thanks to Zach Kaufman for today's episode.